Good to have you back. Bill Michaels Show. Rolling into the final hour. Uh, my buddy Jason, who uh, who shot me an email, said, uh, are you going to the Nice Ash today? I got some meetings, so I'm not going to head to the Nice Ash today. But they were down there yesterday watching the uh, the Brewers game and uh, said checking it out. Yeah, um, we talked about that, that yesterday um, when we had Todd Rosiak on, he didn't think that Christian Yelich would start uh, you know, for a few more days or into the weekend. And Yelich kind of inserted himself into the lineup yesterday. And got off to a fast start. I mean, uh, Drew Smiley was on the hill, um, you know, was, uh, first couple of pitches. And he yanks one and uh, ends up, uh, you know, popping over the wall for a ground rule double. So he hits a double right away. Had three strikeouts after that. But um, but nevertheless, it was a nice way to kind of get your get your spring training off to a fast start for uh, for Christian Yelich to be able to pop one uh, down, the, uh, down the line and pull it up and over the wall. So it was good stuff there. Um, but the Brewers, you know, another win. I don't know what it means. People talk about wins and Cactus League play. It really doesn't matter. Uh, I think the bigger story yesterday came about in the sense that uh, Major League Baseball has added three executives, um, and, and they're putting it. Uh, they're putting them in their local media departments, and they're taking over MLB as the local broadcast for all the teams that lost because of what is it, Bally's and then AT and T Sportsnet. Um, so it was, uh, God, the Diamondbacks, the Braves, the Reds, uh, I think Cleveland, Detroit, and Kansas City, um, the Brewers, obviously, the Twins, I know, St. Louis, I think, is one of them, uh, Tampa Bay, Texas, there's probably a couple more that I'm missing, but uh, all of those teams lost a, a huge portion of revenue. Uh, Bally Sports had the rights to 14 uh, of those teams, and they skipped about $140 million in interest payments that were due back in the middle of February. And uh, they uh, they had a debt of uh, $8.6 million, or billion dollars, excuse me, billion with a B, by the way, um, so the company uh, nearly $1 billion in rights payments, mostly to the teams that were due in the first quarter of this year, and instead they filed for bankruptcy. Or are they, they, the filing for bankruptcy is possible, I should say. They haven't filed yet, but it's possible. So the Brewers and all of those other teams lost out on those payments. And Major League Baseball said they will make up that difference. Uh, but, um, yeah, baseball, Major League Baseball is actually taking – so my guess is – that if Major League Baseball takes those networks over, I, I don't know if you're just going to see the MLB logo. I can't imagine you're going to see the Bally's logo up there anymore. I never. I think it still says Bally's. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, Evo, you paid attention to preseason baseball at all? Does it still say Bally's and, and got the Bally's B up there when uh, you're watching a broadcast? You know, I haven't, I haven't noticed. I'll have to look next time. Uh, I, I don't know. A, yeah, yeah, I've not noticed. T- yeah, MLB's taking it over. Warner Brothers, uh, Discovery's, uh, quote, AT&T Sports Net Network, they uh, have the Rockies, the Astros, and the Pirates. And uh, last week, that uh, the, the, the companies, they don't have the money to make the scheduled payments there either. The network told the teams that they have until uh, March 31st to reclaim their broadcast rights, and if they don't have deals, then the network would file for Chapter 7. 
So in other words, get out from underneath us and go find your own deal. And if you can't, well, then we're just going to file for bankruptcy. So it's just like, wow. Um, you know, Billy Chambers, who had been uh, Sinclair's chief financial officer, started work on February 1st with Major League Baseball in a new position as an executive vice president for local media. And uh, then they're going to, you know, kind of hire additional people to take over these regional broadcasts. But, yeah, Major League Baseball, man, um, it's the, 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 the sales, the advertising sales for these networks, they way, 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 way outbid. And it was weird because they just came in and swooped in and took it all over at the time. And, I mean, I go back years ago when I was working with the network and the money they're paying now versus what they were paying then is like crazy because there's just you, – you just – you know, since COVID, I just don't think there's that money that's here. There's money being spent in advertising. There's no doubt about it. Companies have come back. Companies have rebounded. Uh, there is some. There is more discretionary dollars, and people have not stopped spending. So that's been good. But the amount of money that they paid for some of these rights deals are like crazy. And it's you know, you look at it like you're never going to get that money out of it on the yearly basis. It's 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 difficult, and but they did. And I'm just speaking from a brewer's perspective. Um, but that being said, it is what it is. 877-867-1670, One other news and piece of news and note coming out of Major League Baseball is Fernando Tatis, uh, who was banged up last year, has come back. I know he did some things um, um, yesterday and talked about uh, it just kind of some of the stuff coming out of baseball that he talked about how the – the shoulder and his wrist, he's hes all good. He's 100%. He's ready to go. So that uh, that was out there. Um, not that it really has much to do with us, but nevertheless, it's its baseball-related stuff. It's getting away for just a couple of minutes from the uh, Green Bay Packers and such. Um, so anyway, there's kind of your uh, maybe an early segment of what we missed today. Uh, but really the biggest news coming out of the Combine today, again, if you're just uh, tuning in, former Georgia star Jalen Carter, uh, one of the top prospects in next, next month's draft. He's at the Combine. He was thought to maybe go number one if a quarterback wasn't taken. He would be the number one overall draft choice. Instead, he is uh, – an arrest warrant has been issued for him. He uh, was involved in a race, a speeding chase, if you will, between uh, a, 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 another guy um, who was driving an expedition and he, which was driving a Jeep, and both well over 100 miles an hour, weaving in and out of traffic on the other sides of roads, and the other car crashed. There was a car crash, and some people died, and he is now wanted in relationship to this crash and to these deaths. So warrants were uh, issued for the arrest of Jalen Carter today out of Athens, um, in the athens Clark County, Georgia Police Department. 877-867-1670. Uh, Austin says... MLB players union needs to get off their high horse and let the uh, let the league put a salary cap in place. It would help the league and probably help bring back a lot of that lost revenue. Um, you know, as as Tony Clark said, they're never going to do it. They will never ever accept a a salary cap. And if I'm a player, I don't want one because you know every guy that goes out and gets you know. A half of close to a half a billion dollars raises my salary. I understand it, but for the good of the game, because eventually, 
when the money begins to dry up in some way, shape, or form, and not to say that here's the problem is a lot of other a lot of owners have other businesses. It just depends on how lucrative your other business is and how much money's been invested via ownership into your team and how willing those owners are are how how they're willing to go deep into the hole to win a championship. You know, some owners will say, you know, we'll 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 max it out. We won't make any money and we're gonna go for it. Okay. Others will say, no, can't afford it. I don't have deep enough pockets from my other companies to support my baseball entity. Uh, therefore, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to go crazy. I'm not going to spend that kind of money. That's kind of what we, the situation we have in Milwaukee. But the, the bottom line is Milwaukee doesn't even come close to comparing to New York and the S Network. It doesn't compare to the Dodgers. It doesn't even compare to the Cubs and what they have. It just, it, it, it's not even in the same strata. So that's where the issue becomes the larger schism of money and the haves and have-nots and the ability to bolster your team. Because even though we look at this like down the trade deadline, you know, what player can you get? You, if, you're a, if you're a Yankee and a guy comes in and performs extremely well and you've traded for him, you can, you got a choice. You can either pick up that contract, you can continue it, you can let him go if it's an expiring contract. You know, whatever. You can absorb that. Um, if you're the Brewers – you got to get a guy on an expiring contract, and then you got to ask yourself, do we even want to come close to paying this guy? Because chances are you're getting him for the second half of July, August, September, and hopefully a run into October, and that's it. You're basically getting a, a three-and-a-half-month rental, and that's the problem for all of this, that you, 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 you don't have that ability, if you're the Brewers, to hang on to some of that quality talent. Uh, you just you can't afford it, as opposed to other teams. So, yes, I completely understand it. By the way, I know people have been talking about the NHL deals, and why don't we talk more NHL? We don't have an NHL team. I, I don't mind talking NHL. I'm not astute in NHL. Um, we pay more attention to the AHL because of the Milwaukee Admirals. But if you're a Blackhawks fan, you're probably listening to Chicago radio. If you're a Wild fan, you're listening to, um, to, to radio up in Minneapolis. I don't know what to tell you. You know, that's it. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, and, and that's the other issue is, you know, people are talking about here we go again with the discussion of Aaron Rodgers and money and the money that's being invested into the Pfizer forum and such, and we got to get an NHL team. It's not going to happen. There was, um, who was it? I think it was John Greenberg. He is the uh, president of the Milwaukee Admirals. And I've talked with him. I've talked with Harris Turr, the owner of the Admirals. It's like the money you would have to invest before you even put a skate in the building is almost a billion dollars. And that's before you even have like everything in place because it would, it would, it would mean a renovation to the Pfizer forum if indeed you can even play there. So it would be a renovation there. Then it's, there's fees, there's the league rights just to have a team, then putting a team together. Then you've got the issue with Chicago uh, only being 80-something miles away and not outside of the 100-mile radius. Um, there's, it's just, it was like crazy money the last time I checked that you would have to spend before you even have a building to turn a light on. And it just, it's just not feasible. You don't have that kind of money here. We are a, a three, not a four-team market. 
And when I say that, it's Wisconsin. It's not just Milwaukee. You know, people will flock from all over the state to go see the Packers. People will come from all over the state to see the Brewers. It's not as common for Milwaukee Bucks basketball, only for the fact that it's not usually the best of weather. They play on weeknights and such, and people don't travel from the state in iffy weather to to go to different places. So I I get it, you know. But it is uh, – and people will travel to see Badger basketball – or excuse me, Badger football. They don't travel as much to see Badger basketball from all over the state, but some do. But it, it's we are, we are a major team state, period. Football, ba- or football basketball, and baseball, and it's just – it's not going to happen with hockey. Uh, I wish it would. be great, but it's just not going to happen with hockey. And I know there's this insistence, yeah, so they can do it, they can do it. That's fine, but nobody's done it. Anybody can do anything, but it's getting them to actually do it. So if you know the people that want to invest the money into it, then call them up. Call them up, tell them to put an NHL team in Milwaukee. And there's a reason why nobody has done it. 877-867-1670. Hit us up, give us a shout. we got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up. We'll be back right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. One of the worst things that you can hear, you have cancer. The worst is when you hear the words, your child has cancer. When a child is diagnosed with cancer, it changes their world. Sometimes they can't even do things that they really love, like playing soccer, riding a bike, going to prom, attending school. Children with cancer spend a lot of time away from others. Time in the hospital, treatments, tired, nauseous, and they feel isolated. That's where Special Spaces Wisconsin steps in. They provide these children with a special space where they can not only sleep, but they can play, they can heal, they can spend time away from the challenges of their illness. It's a customized bedroom designed just for them. How about a princess castle or a pirate ship or a sports-themed bedroom? They transform that child's existing bedroom into a place that only he or she can imagine, a place for them just to be a kid. This effort is done with teams of dedicated volunteers and sponsors, just like our friends from Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and all the community partners. If you'd like to find out more or to donate, go to specialspaces.org. That is specialspaces.org. If you are looking at the need for speed coming up in 2023, our friends at Great Lakes Dragaway, they uh, down in Union Grove, Wisconsin, they have got uh, the need for speed covered. Uh, all you got to do is get your 2023 season pass, and you're good to go. Start looking at uh, GreatLakesDragaway.com. That's GreatLakesDragaway.com. Whether it's uh, you know cars or trucks, uh, motorcycles, uh, if you got the need for speed, head down. You can race your own, uh, or you can just time it just to see how fast you got to. You got your vehicle going, uh, but uh, the need for speed is there for everybody and down in Union Grove, Wisconsin. That's the place to go. That's our friends from uh, from uh, GreatLakesDragaway.com. That's GreatLakesDragaway.com. You know, the other thing we have not talked a lot about, and uh, I, have, I, I have not um, really delved too deep into it. We did mention it the other day with the Alabama basketball program. Uh, and I had a couple people that asked me about it, my thoughts on it. Uh, look, uh, Darius Miles arrested, charged with capital murder. We all know that in the connection with the fatal shooting uh, of a 23-year-old woman. 
and uh, then the the you know Brandon Miller, who is projected to be a draft uh, lottery pick. Uh, there's guard Jaden uh, Bradley. Um, they've been linked to this, and I, I think the biggest what we're seeing here is Brandon Miller delivered the gun. This is not a, it's being portrayed by the university and by his attorney and that, you know, this is being compartmentalized in some way as if it's just a tragic coincidence, you know, that's not it. He delivered the gun. He brought it. Had he never brought that gun, Darius Miles, his longtime friend from back in Maryland, Michael Lynn Davis, they were arrested for killing, uh, for the killing uh, of a of a woman. Uh, was I, her name was Jamia uh, Harris, I think. Um. So, had he not brought the gun. It, this never happens. You know, if you if you park your car in a bad area of town and you get your windows bashed in, that's wrong place, wrong time. But if you get out of the car and you hand the hammer to a would-be would be thief, <laughs> you're giving them the means to commit the crime, to break into your car windows. That's what this was. So, again, he's Alabama's leading scorer. He was considered a National Player of the Year candidate, uh, obviously a lottery pick, uh, but th- this is dirty as dirty gets. And, and it's because Alabama, I think they're number two. What are they now in the country, Evo? Like second or third in the country right now, Alabama is? Yeah, I think they're uh, second in the country. I'll check the AP yeah. five quick. Uh, yeah, it, 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 they're like second or third in the country. They got a legitimate shot at winning a title. And you don't talk about Alabama basketball winning championships. You talk about football winning championships. But Alabama basketball has a legitimate shot at winning a championship. But if they lose Brandon Miller, they don't. And that's the reason they're doing what they're doing. This is as dirty as dirty gets. And this is not a guy that, you know, showed up and tried to talk his buddy out of doing it and didn't realize that his buddy had put the gun in the trunk of his car or something like that. This was a guy where his buddy calls him, says, I need the gun. Bring me the gun. He not only brings it, but he says to his buddy, hey, the chamber's hot, meaning there's bullets in there. Let's him know it's loaded, ready to go. And and then it 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 all went, you know, bad from there, horrifically bad, obviously. Um, so when you ask my opinion on it, I think it sucks. I, I mean, now I know the prosecutors chose not to charge him. Uh, I don't know what the outcome of all of this is going to be. But I think it sucks. I think it's embarrassingly bad. Uh, We have seen people that have been involved in horrific crimes before that get, I don't want to say get away with it, but they have that shadow, that specter lingering over them the rest of their lives because of all of it. You know, um, Ray, uh, Ray Lewis was with guys in a limo outside of a club that killed a guy. Did Ray Lewis participate? No, but he was there. I mean, he, he, he was there. We all know that. 
you know. Um, and people wanted him banned from the league just because he was there. Now he didn't he didn't participate. He didn't hand anybody a gun. This guy actually brought the gun to the scene of the crime so this the other player could begin, you know, shooting, so to speak. So Darius Miles, he handed Darius Miles the gun, told him it was loaded, here you go, bang, bang, and this girl's dead. So I, I have no idea how he is playing basketball. It is an absolute embarrassment, you know, hypo the hypocrisy of NCAA. If, if he was a, a nobody, if he was a bench player, he's gone. He's gone. But fan bases like Alabama will make excuses and say, well, he didn't do anything. He just brought – he didn't know what the guy was going to do with it. What do you think he was going to do with it? You know, you're not going to shoot out birthday candles with it, right? So, anyway, uh, my opinion on it is it's, it's, it's an awful precedent, but it's something that we've seen before, unfortunately. When crimes are committed, sexual assaults are committed, you know, he said, she said stuff. We've seen all of this. We've been down this road. And it just makes Alabama smarmy. That's it. And and Matthew, you may be right. He said, in my opinion, the prosecutors chose not to uh, uh, charge him because the university brought pressure down on them not to let the university look bad. And in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, <laughs> there is nothing bigger than the University of Alabama. That's it, man. That's it. Um, John says, I think if you're the getaway driver in a robbery, you get charged with robbery. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I look, I have seen this in the past where towns that are run by franchises of some type, oh, you better believe that the franchises and or the uh, – you know, universities have their, their thumb on the pulse of the police department. They have a very good relationship with the chief. They have a very good relationship with the under chief. They have a very good relationship with dispatchers, cops on the, on, on the ground. You better believe it. They're, they're very much so. Very much so. Um, early on in my career, we'll say, I dealt with that. And it wasn't anything like murder. There was nothing like that. But there were altercations of he said, she said stuff, not involving me, by the way. But there was, you know, and then I found out about it, and the police are like, well, you know. And they don't want to ruffle the feathers, man. They don't want to ruffle the feathers. So you better believe it. There is stuff that goes on in many locations, I'm going to say, that gets swept under the rug. Or the police will just kind of help the situation to resolve itself so that way they don't have to dig any further, you know. But if you are, uh, if, you're in, if you're in Columbus, Ohio, if you're in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, if you're in, in Ann Arbor, Michigan, you better believe that if you're in South Bend, Indiana, you better believe that the police, you really got to do something egregious to be arrested. Or the police pick you up and let the coach know about it or let the administration know about it or whatever, and it doesn't get written up. It's wink and a nod, off the record. Thank you, thank you, officer. Thank you for being concerned. There'll be a little 
you know, you'll be some tickets, some friends will go to the game, you want sideline passes, whatever it is you need, there you go. That's that's what happens. It's unfortunate, but it happens. State College PA, you're, Rick, you're 100% correct. We don't need to look any further than the whole Joe Paterno and Jerry Sandusky scandal that took place down there. You better believe it, man. Better believe it. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. want to find us, please feel free. Give us a shout. Hey, this portion of the program brought to you by a tremendous company here in our own backyard called Pindell, P-I-N-D-E-L.com. Pindell.com, quality machining and manufacturing company. Uh, They do robotics. They do it the old-fashioned way. And if you're looking to advance your career, start a career, be trained in a career, they're happy to help. That's Pindell, P-I-N-D-E-L.com, Pindell.com. And if you're a company that's looking to work with a company that manufactures and, you know, a lot of these machining parts, Hey, give them a buzz right here in the state of Wisconsin. Keep the money here. Keep the tax dollars here. Keep the revenue here. Go to Pindell, P-I-N-D-E-L.com. That is Pindell.com, Pindell.com. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. have you back the bill michael show continues on hey check uh find stoli's hog alley over on facebook and uh, they just put out their list of uh musical acts coming up uh, over the next few weekends so if you're looking for something to do and you want to head out to the newly renovated stoli's hog alley uh check them out on facebook go to facebook.com and then look for stoli's hog alley stoles old 109 as well uh another tremendous place to go um it's interesting. I was sitting here kind of perusing, and uh, Shalise Manza-Young, who uh, writes for uh, 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 Yahoo Sports, put out a great piece. I don't know if anybody has, has a chance to read that stuff, but um, she talks about does shame even exist anymore and starts to go through the list of recent events in the world of sports, and I 100% agree. You start with Daniel Snyder. By the way, so we all know Daniel Snyder. The alleged scumbag that has done everything from create a sexually charged and hostile work environment to uh, allegedly stealing money and using the money the team as his own piggy bank and then asking the owners to indemnify him from any charges or legal litigation down the road. And he's he's got dossiers on everybody. The league tried to cover it up. So the NFL looks really, really bad in all of this. And then she but boy, I'll tell you what, she went into everybody. Uh, the league, she said, longed to be obsessed with optics and whose figurehead a leader began, you know, in public relations currently and unabashedly uh, shoving Jim Brown down our throats, painting him as a good guy, uh, unveiling the Jim Brown Award to be given annually to the player with the most rushing yards each season. Uh, she says, uh, does anybody remember Brown? While he was a tremendous running back, he also has a lengthy track record of allegations that he's violent, unrepentant domestic abuser. He threw a girlfriend off a balcony, raped another. And don't forget, if you saw the uh, behind-the-scenes of the Playboy Mansion stuff, he was like a violent, like, I'm going to have, you know, I mean, there were numerous girls that said they didn't want to get around him because he was that violent. When he saw what he wanted, he took it. So Jim Brown being ripped by her. Last month, the NBA held the annual All-Star Celebration, Salt Lake City. They chose Carl Malone 
to include in the festivities. This is a guy that got a 13-year-old girl pregnant when he was 20. He never publicly acknowledged uh, the child and when confronted about it by the media during All-Star Weekend, said, I'm not discussing any of that backlash. I don't care. That's not my life. It's personal. Okay. You know. Uh, And then she goes, not to be outdone, there's Alabama men's basketball program playing through, even though one of its superstars, Brandon Miller, uh, delivered the gun to Darius Miles, then handed it to a third man, Michael Davis, who was accused of shooting and killing the 23-year-old Jamia Harris within minutes of the gun's arrival. Uh, Miller has not been charged with police, uh, by police, but what we know uh, to this point suggests that he was involved at minimum and uh, should not be playing. And so they talk about that. And then the Crimson Tide coach, uh, Nate, Nate Oates, his reaction was uh, he was just at the wrong place at the wrong time. No, he delivered the gun. You can't be at the wrong. How can you be at the wrong place when you bring the weapon? Being at the wrong place at the wrong times, walking down the street with your buddies and a drive-by happens, and you just happen to be in the, the way of a stray bullet. As opposed to, no, here's the gun. You can go shoot that person. So just it, it's like she writes a great piece if you want to really kind of read as to what's going on. And when you talk about the shame in sports or the lack thereof, Shalise Monza-Young is, is a fantastic writer, and she's 100% on it. So I highly, highly recommend it. And then, obviously, Anthony Davis. Now we'll see what happens there. But, uh, you know, or not Anthony Davis, excuse me. Um, um, God, I'm thinking of Anthony Davis because I just got word that he's out now for the Lakers. Um, the, the kid out of, uh, out of Georgia, Jalen Carter. Jalen Carter, uh, the potential number one draft pick uh, for the NFL, he was involved in a deadly crash. There's an arrest warrant for him. So, <laughs> you know, it's just like, wow, there's just a whole bunch of stuff uh, that has uh, kind of come out and, and being written about in the world of of just horrific things that are going on in the world of sports, and it's how you handle it, you know. And just the optics are bad. And, and in today's day and age, it's like we're outraged, but nobody really cares, I guess. By the way, speaking of caring, uh, the legal saga over the photos uh, of Kobe Bryant uh, right after the helicopter crash, the, the crash site, uh, it's now over. Um, Vanessa Bryant is getting $28.85 million. Uh, they reached a settlement to uh, close the remaining litigation and future claims against the L.A. County and the Sheriff's Department and the Fire Department for sharing the photos over the aftermath of the deadly crash involving uh, Kobe Bryant and her daughter, uh, Gianna. Um, she was previously awarded $15 million in federal court. Um and then the initial lawsuit against L.A. County. But that wasn't the end of the county's exposure because the new settlement, which includes uh, that money, will also see Bryant's children added as plaintiffs to the final deal as well. So the settlement, by the time it all said and done, is just under $30 million. $30 million. Uh, after the initial win, she pledged to donate the money to the Mamba and Mambasita Sports Foundation, and it's unclear if the total settlement money is going to go to the same thing or not, but regardless, um, they uh, ended up settling out. That was another piece of, of news, if we want to go with what we missed today. That was another piece of news that Vanessa Bryant settled the remaining claim over the uh, crash site photos for $28.9 million. I still remember where I was that day. I'll never forget that. You know, it's weird because there's certain big moments in your life where you go, oh, okay, I remember exactly where I was when I found that out. We were standing in line security-wise uh, down in Miami for Super Bowl uh, to get uh, to get set up on Radio Row when we heard about that. Never forget that. As word started to spread throughout the the crowd was that was down there. 
one more piece of news and notes. I know we're doing it early, but I thought this was interesting. Um, the groundskeeper for the Super Bowl, the guy, the guy they called the Sod Father, boy, he unloaded. Evo, did you read all of that? Yeah, he's pissed. Overwatering, oh smelled like oh. sewage. Blah blah blah. Yeah, he he went off. Uh, apparently, there is a, a field. The NFL's field director, his name's Mangan, uh, Ed Mangan, and I actually have been, I've met him on one occasion at a Super Bowl, uh, and we were talking about the field. I think, if I'm not mistaken, it's when they redid the turf. And speaking of Miami, it was when they redid the turf in Miami. Anyway, um, but this guy, the sod father, um, he his name is uh, uh, George Toma. He's been around for, I don't know, decades with the NFL. He's the guy that knows it, and he puts the grass work together. And 18 months goes into growing a field ready for the Super Bowl. So he's already started on the one for New Orleans, or not New Orleans, it's going to be turf. Um, whatever that next field is, whatever the next outdoor field is, they've been growing it for a while. So anyway, he says that you gotta you got to sand it, you got to water it, and that the guy that this Ed Mangan, who was in charge of the field out in, uh, out in Phoenix, said that uh, um, he pointed the fingers at him, said uh, that uh, apparently water wasn't the only mess up. He overwatered it, and then instead of leaving it sit outside to let it naturally soak in and then evaporate and everything, they watered the hell out of it and then slid it back into the stadium. Because if you remember the, the, the stadium, the field drops down three feet and then slides out from underneath the stadium, and it goes out on these giant train tracks outside so it can you know see sunlight. So they overwatered it. He watered the hell out of it, he said, and puts it right back into the stadium, and that's it. Never see sunlight again, and you just can't do that. So that was one of the reasons it was slick and chunky. Uh, he also said he sanded it two weeks too late. He had only one sanding. He, he said, quote, he should have had two or three sandings, but he didn't do blank, and that was it. And not only that, he didn't take care of it. He wouldn't listen to anybody. After 80 years in the business, Thomas said, he announced he planned right before the Super Bowl, he said, this is it, I'm done. I'm out of here anyway. He said, quote, me and the league are finished. They can't tell me what to do anymore. We're done. And then dropped an expletive and then walked away. But uh, the sod father said, I'm out. Talk to you later. And said that the NFL and the idiot that is the field director for the NFL uh, completely screwed it up. He's like, don't blame me. These guys are morons, and I'm out. They can't tell me what to say anymore. So there you go. The sod father dropping a mic on the way out the door at the age of like 80-something. So <laughs> been around a long time, man. 877-867-1670. Stay tuned. we got a lot more of the Bill Michaels Show coming up. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends out there that are big supporters of the motorcycle ride coming up this year. Our friends at Buzzer Billy's are out in uh, La Crosse, Wisconsin. And I love them because uh, we're back again this year with the motorcycle ride. Sunday, September 3rd. Please put it on your calendar. A lot of details will be coming out really, really soon about all of this. Uh, a lot of our stops will be coming out as well. We we try to get it done usually by the end of April, so stay tuned for that. But uh, thanks to our friends at Buzzard Billy's for not only being a great restaurant with a great uh, lounge upstairs in the Starlight Lounge, but also being big, big, big supporters of our military and our veterans and their families. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. 
Jeff, what was the final straw at home that had you call Pella? When I walked into my son's room and there was frost on the hardware on the inside of the house. My wife was getting upset with the drafts coming through the doors. That was it. Putting new windows and doors in your home is a big decision. With all the options that Pella has, everybody on your staff has done a great job of making a really difficult decision super simple. And I can't wait to have them in my house. Order today and get 0% interest for 48 months. Visit PellaWI.com today. Final segment of the Bill Michael Show. Complicated fella says TMZ supposedly reporting Rogers taking dumps in the dark. We're smoke. If, if you have not listened to the pod, we talked about this in the very beginning of the show. Um, that the uh, the the first I don't know the first ten minutes of that podcast is is about taking a dump, for lack of a better term, I don't know how else to put it. One hundred percent. It's. It's a lead-in. It's like a trailer. And then um, Aubrey Marcus talks about their sponsors and all this holistic and healing stuff and this gear that you wear to feel better and, and feel loved and everything. And, and then after that, uh, he talks to Rogers about you know moving around in the darkness. Rogers talk, describes it. He walks in, blows out the candle. Uh, he laid all of his food on his bed. He said that's where he was going to eat. He talked about um, a friend, Eric, uh, who was with him, not in the same room, but I guess in a with a wall separating them or a cabin nearby or whatever, whatever kind of room they went into. And so the uh, the um, the experience, I guess, once you go, once you blow out the candle you are then in complete darkness. And it's not, and as they call it, it's a black. It's not even dark. It's it's something that your eyes never adjust to. You are in 100% dark uh, with not even a sliver of light. I mean, you know, I think we've all stayed in hotel rooms and such where we've kept the shades down or something, you know, and there's always some kind of crack of light. And this has zero. There, I mean, it is complete and utter blackness. And so anyway... Um, you know, there's nothing, there's no light, no nothing. And so they start, got into the discussion of the bathroom and then they got into the discussion of going to the bathroom and then got into the discussion of wiping your rear end. And this goes on for like 10 minutes. So yeah, it was, uh, If you haven't, I got the 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 link to it uh, set up on the Facebook fan page. If you want to go over to facebook.com slash the Bill Michael Show, and you can go right to it. You can check it out for yourself. It's right there, and you can listen to the first 10, 15 minutes of it. And it, it's 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 a little bit. You're, you're sitting there looking at yourself, going, "Why am I listening to this? This is just bizarre." But yet, that's it's there. So there you go. Um, Ryan says, good for you, Aaron. So are you retiring or what? Bring us Packers fans out of the darkness as well. We'd love to unplug from all of your nonsense. There you go. Um, Ann says, uh, hey, Aaron, just please stop talking until you make a decision. What happened to I'm not going to hold the Packers hostage? Um, 
Dan says, I love what he's doing. Uh, there's a real evaluation of life and himself to be the best version of him, and nobody can take that away from him. Yeah, we want to know his plans and if he's coming back or not, but when the decision is right for him, let him make it. Uh, do we want him back when he truly doesn't want to be, or do we want him gone when he wants to come back? That's a tough road to navigate, especially for a major life-altering decision like this. He only can play until 45-ish. Why force the decision fast that he has to live with for the remainder of his time on Earth? Y you know, um, I agree with that. I, and I said all along, let him make his decision. But at some point, you know, and that, that point is coming fast in the next week or two. You, you, the, it's, yes, you can decide whether you want to play or not. But others around you, have they have their plan, their livelihood, their future based around your future. So you have to figure that into the equation. You can't just say you can take your time. I mean, if you're a self-employed, self-owned business and you say, I'm going to decide whether or not I want to do this anymore. You ha you can take time off all you want. It doesn't, it, you know, short of maybe your family and feeding your family. If it's just you, you have, do whatever you want to do. But when other people rely on you, say employees or other people with that business, that, that encompasses a lot of people. That encompasses a lot of people. Um, and by the way, the notion of him leaving early, he says he did not. He says he did not leave early. He was in the full four days. He says, I did not leave. He, you got to watch the podcast, but he says he did not leave early for those that say he couldn't even gut it out for the four days. Uh, according to him, he did. Just an FYI. So I don't know what the truth is. My assumption is I'll take him at his word. So I, I, he says he was in there the whole time. So now you wait and see. Uh, Mark says it doesn't matter. Rogers equals past excellence and future failures. Um, and Shane says your MVPs have not gotten you blank except a big head. And then uh, proceeds to call him a narcissistic, you know, word or two. So there you go. And, and then uh, Casey wants to know, did he come walking out with his crystals in hand? I have no idea. <laughs> so. I, I, people are just going off the rails. Uh, so, uh, coming up tomorrow on the program, I mean, it's just, we'll hear a little bit more of the discussion. I'm sure, uh, a little bit more coming out of the combine. We may touch base with our own Mike Clemens, who's down in Indianapolis tomorrow, by the way, is when players start hitting the fields. Testing begins 40 yard dash, bench presses, jumping, all that kind of stuff. Leapability, all of that gets going. I'm sure we're going to hear more, uh, about, uh, all of this coming out of Indianapolis. Uh, also, the Brewers right now uh, trailing the Angels at Diablo. St I love Diablo Stadium out in Arizona. Right now, down three to two. And yes, the B for Valleys is still up on the broadcast. It has not changed. So even though Major League Baseball is going to be taking over the broadcast, it has not changed. But um, I mean, I, Diablo Stadium is really cool because one, it's right off the highway. It's it's easy accessible down in Tempe. Uh, but it's got a bluff. It's got a uh, big, beautiful bluff. Uh, right in the uh, outside of left field. It's a really well-set-up stadium, really cool. It's old. It's It's been there a long time. They've renovated it a couple of times. But Diablo Stadium is just a such a neat place, and it's the home, the uh, spring training home 
of the LA Angels. So uh, anyway, long story short, I'm just sitting here with the game on in the studio, but uh, but we'll uh, we'll catch up on the more Brewers stuff coming up tomorrow. Uh, if anything comes out of the NBA, by the way, Kevin Durant making his debut now with the Phoenix Suns tonight. Oh, I promised you this earlier, and I failed, and I, I apologize. Um, about a, uh, out of Las Vegas, BetOnline.ag, the top five teams right now in order for betting. Uh, the Boston Celtics are still favored to win it all, three to one. Phoenix now at nine to two, followed by the Bucks at twenty-one to four, which is a weird one to begin with. Uh, then Denver at fifteen to two, and the Golden State Warriors sitting at twelve to one. Golden State, by the way, tied with the Clippers, the 76ers as well, and then right behind them, the Memphis Grizzlies at eighteen to one. And after that, you go down Dallas and the Lakers. Uh, and the Lakers are going to continue to fall because Anthony Davis now is out with an injury as well. We were talking about that earlier. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I apologize for not bringing that to you because I kept saying it um, uh, I kept saying it that I would and I didn't, and uh, that's my fault. But uh, Boston, Phoenix, Milwaukee, Denver, Golden State, followed by the Clippers, 76ers, Grizzlies, Mavericks, and Lakers. And Lakers. But I think the Lakers are pretty much done. I don't even think the Lakers are going to make the postseason, to be honest with you. But – that's just me. All right, that'll do it. Good stuff. Good stuff. Till we talk again tomorrow on a Thursday. Enjoy your Wednesday. We got a lot more coming up tomorrow on the program. I know we're just going to have stuff breaking all over the place. So I'm just sitting here kind of perusing, thinking, okay, something's going to happen. And we're going to find out from Mike Clemens what's going on down in Indianapolis. I'm good with that. Mike's texting me now. So, all right, time for us to go. Have a go. Hoop. <laughs>